and I was doing some ministry up there, uh, preaching in, in one of the church, uh, one of the churches there, and uh, and I announced the scripture, and I heard something that I almost never hear at City Temple, and that was the rustling of paper, and I thought, what's that sound? And all of a sudden, I thought, oh yeah, that's the Bibles. People are opening, so they all had their paper Bibles. But, hey, you know, don't feel guilty if you don't bring a paper Bible all the way to City Temple because everybody there only has to travel about 10 minutes or so and they get to church, you know. So people can walk easily with their Bibles uh, and, and the like. So anyway, but uh, we're going to look at uh, uh, 1 Peter chapter 5. And for the next few weeks... Uh, while we're still in lockdown, while we remain in lockdown, uh, I'm just going to seek the Lord each week, and I think the Lord will have different things uh, to teach us and to talk to us about in terms of sustaining uh, during this uh, this time. And I've heard from many of you uh, that you're, you seem to be doing pretty well uh, during this time. Some people have had some anxiety attacks and some struggles, um, but I just really encourage you, keep pressing in. And also, if you're on your own, and you start to feel an anxiety attack or worried or concerned or just struggling, uh, please reach out. Uh, there are any number of people uh, in the church uh, who have said that they would love to talk with anybody who is struggling. I have a team of people on the ready, and so far they haven't had anybody to talk to uh, because everybody's been doing so well. But I know that some may be struggling, and so I really, really do encourage you to reach out, to let me know. Uh, I'll be in touch with you, and I'll have other people be in touch with you as well, because we must not bear this on, on our own. Uh, and I know how hard it is when you're just on your own, you're by yourself uh, going through this season. Uh, and so I do encourage you uh, not to suffer in silence, but really to reach out, because that's what your church is here for, uh, to help comfort you and encourage you uh, during this time. And obviously, if anybody has any practical needs, uh, shopping or things like that, that you can't do on your own, please let us know. I also have some volunteers who have said that they would help people with shopping and meeting those basic needs and those basic necessities. Uh, so do let us know. Uh, we're going to read from uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, uh, starting with verse 6 down to verse 11. A uh, very uh, popular, famous verse. You've read it probably dozens of times. Uh, but before I read, let's pray. Gracious God, I thank you for this time, uh, and I thank you for how you've been speaking to us uh, the last six weeks or so, uh, even longer, about uh, this COVID-19 situation, about how to sustain through it, uh, not only to endure, but to thrive. And I pray, Father, that you'd continue uh, to speak to us and encourage us in the power of your Holy Spirit, where we love you and praise you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Peter writes here and he says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, 
the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Uh, I felt the Lord really leading me to talk tonight uh, about spiritual warfare in a bit. I I talked about this a number of weeks ago uh, when we first got into this and said we need to be aware of Satan's attacks, uh, and we looked at that, but I think we need to re-examine it now because we have several weeks uh, under our belt in, in terms of experience, and, uh, and when you start to get accustomed to something, oftentimes you miss it when the enemy starts to attack. When we get comfortable with the way things are, we often then don't notice when there are subtle changes in what's going on around us. And actually what can happen is as we get used to a situation, the enemy, uh, Satan, demons, you know, when I talk about the enemy, I'm talking about the devil. I'm talking about demons. We believe that they are very real, but we also believe in Christ Jesus. We have authority over all the demonic. So it's not something for us to fear, but at the same time, if we're not careful, we can fall under attack. It's a little bit, you know, we're talking about viruses here. We're living through viruses. And if you think about like the common cold, many times we'd get the common cold. We wouldn't be thinking about it, uh, but suddenly we'd pick it up from someone. Uh, We wouldn't get enough rest. We wouldn't get enough sleep. And before we knew it, wham, it hit us and we were down with the cold. Uh, and the enemy likes to work in the same way. You know, we'll be going along, things will be seeming fine, and then somewhere along the way we get infected and start to get sick. Uh, and at first, we don't even recognize it. Many times when I get, start getting a cold, it used to be, I wouldn't even realize I was getting sick for about three or four days, and then suddenly it would hit me. But now that I've learned to listen to my body and to be aware of what's going on, I can often recognize when a cold is about to start before I even get a scratchy throat or runny nose and then take precautions or take uh, action to avoid it or minimize it because I've grown to know to recognize the signs. Uh, And that's what we need to do when we're dealing with the demonic and when we're in a situation like we're in right now with COVID-19. We need to learn to recognize the signs that the enemy is attacking and take appropriate precautions to avoid the enemy's attack, to keep focused on the Lord, uh, and to overcome any attack that might come our way during this time of struggling. Because viruses, this season is tough enough as it is. If nothing else happened to us, uh, if none of us got sick with COVID-19, if... uh, None of us lose our jobs. Uh, If nothing else happens, this season is going to be tough enough on all of us without us getting attacked by the enemy and succumbing to the enemy's attack, not even recognizing what he's doing. Uh, And so we want to look at this passage because it tells us a lot about the nature of the enemy's attacks and what God is going to do and that whole dynamic of what is going on. Uh, So let's just walk through this passage a little bit here the next few minutes. Pardon me. Peter starts out here and he says something important. He says, 
Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that in due time he might exalt you. The first thing we need to remember is we need to be humble about this. I've met a lot of people over the years who have said, oh, you know, I, I, I never come under attack by the devil. <clears throat> I'm always victorious. I always overcome. And I'm amazed at how many times those people who are boasting like that end up falling into sin or into some kind of demonic oppression or some kind of demonic attack in their lives. So the first thing is we need to humble ourselves and we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Now, this is not talking about humbling ourselves under God like he's pushing us down or something like that. Remember, the mighty hand of God, that's his protection. And so we humble ourselves. And when we humble ourselves, the mighty hand of God comes over us to protect us. And it's a reminder here that our strength does not come from ourselves. It comes from the Lord. Even as we live by the grace of God, even as we take authority over the demonic in our lives, that happens under the power of God. It's with the power that God supplies by the grace that God supplies. It doesn't happen in our own strength, uh, in our own power. It happens as we come under the mighty hand of God. And as we come under the mighty hand of God, at the right time, he will lift us up and we'll be in a place of victory over the enemy and over his attacks. So that's the posture that Peter is putting us in. He says, humble ourselves, remind ourselves we need God, submit ourselves to God fully, 100%, and then allow God's hand to come over us to protect us. Then at the right time, God will lift us up and we will experience victory. And we have to start in that position of humility. If we don't start in the position of humility, then what will happen is that uh, uh, we'll, we'll be defeated, we'll be overcome. And so we need to be humble uh, and come under the mighty hand of the Lord. And then he goes on and he says, casting, and this is all part of one sentence, by the way. Uh, so at the right time, he might exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. We need to understand the nature of anxiety. And I've spoken about this before, that one of Satan's strategies here in this time is certainly anxiety. He wants to produce anxiety. He wants to multiply anxiety. He's been very effective in that. You think about the number of people who have said that they're not sure if they want to go back to work or not. There's a lot of anxiety in our nation. But the thing about anxiety that we need to understand, anxiety is something that happens in our minds. Yes, there's a physical reaction. Yes, there's a spiritual dynamic. Uh, yes, uh, we you know, respond emotionally. But all of that, it's something that happens in our minds. In other words, the point here is that Satan's primary attacks against us as his people, demons' primary attacks against us as God's people, is they're in our mind. They are mental things that we were dealing with. When I'm leading worship, like, like tonight, as I was leading worship, and I'm trying to sing through the songs, you'll, you'll notice any given time that I'll miss a few lyrics here or there, I'll lose my place a little bit. And the reason that is, 
is because often when I start worshiping, I come under spiritual attack. And so I had all kinds of thoughts come into my mind. I had thoughts about, one of, one of the big thoughts that came into my mind was, wow, you know, you, you should record this and put this up on YouTube and you'll get, you know, thousands of followers and, and you know, this kind of thing. And, and these are fleeting thoughts, but they're enough to kind of distract me. And they're designed to take me out of my position in Christ. And so I have to take every thought captive because it's, it's, it's happening in my mind. And if I don't, it gives Satan the ability to come in and start to influence my mind. And I don't want him to do that. Now, the anxiety is just one of many different attacks uh, that the, the enemy tries to do for us. Uh, and we need to be very careful. So anxiety is a big one. And anxiety is that, you know, that sense of dis-ease and discomfort that you feel because things are not certain, uh, because you don't know what the future is going to hold, you don't know how things are going to work out. And so because of that, you start to feel uh, anxious. Uh, and in some people, anxiety becomes a, an illness, and, and it's not just a, a mental thing, it's also physical. Uh, and, but I'm not talking about those extreme situations, I, I'm talking about the, the garden variety of anxiety that we all experience. And the thing about anxiety, it's contagious. So we tend to spread it to one another, kind of like a virus. But that's not the only thing. Uh, pride is another really big issue. You know, this idea of, well, I'm not going to get the virus. I don't, have to, I, I don't have to listen to what other people are doing, what other people are saying. Uh, I mean, that, that is a really big uh, mental attack uh, of the enemy. Uh, and another really big mental attack of the enemy that's going on right now, we can see it in places like the United States, is sinful rebellion. Now, there's a couple, two kinds of rebellion. I mean, there's rebellion because you are doing exactly what God has told you in the Bible. So you're following the words of the Scripture explicitly. Uh, so if, uh, if the, uh, Boris Johnson would say, Rod, kill your wife, I'd say, no, I'm going to rebel against you. Uh, you don't have the righteous authority to tell me to do that. And that would not be sinful in that situation. <coughs> Excuse me. But there's this sinful rebellion uh, where we go against the government in ways that are not necessarily sanctioned by the word. Apologies for that. <clears throat> uh, and, uh, and the thing about the sinful rebellion is that most of us can find very clever ways to justify our rebellion in the Bible. You know, so we can say, uh, you know, some, and the Bible says, do not neglect meeting together. Uh, and uh, that's worthy of its own sermon. And we can easily distort that to say, well, the government's closed the doors of our churches, so we need to defy the government and go ahead and meet, even though the government, you know, has said don't meet. But, you know, the Bible also says uh, to submit to those in authority. Uh, and right now, what the government has told us to do is not in violation of God's word. It's actually to promote health and good. Uh, another way to look at it, uh, taking this stance is a pro-life stance. It's promoting life uh, in other people, not death. And just remember, if you're a Christian, 
Every person who dies of COVID-19 who is not a believer spends eternity separate from Jesus. Why would any of us want to do that? You know, I'm, I'm, if it saves, if it means one person is saved and comes to a knowledge of the truth, it's worth it for me to close the doors for a few months and meet like this. But there's rebellion, you know, so people can get caught up in rebellion and, and this can get stirred up in our minds. Another thing, another big attack of the enemy right now is uh, what, I, what I would almost call uh, attacks of grumpiness. You know, where you kind of feel grumpy, you feel short, uh, you want to get angry, uh, all of this. Uh, a lot of times this is stuff that the enemy is stirring up in our minds. And so what Peter is telling us is take all of these things, the anxieties especially, but everything else and cast it all on God because he cares for us. God is the one who is, if you will, anxious for us, but God is the one who can fulfill everything that we need and do it just exactly like we need it. And so that's what we have to do. We cast our anxieties on him. We cast these mental attacks on the Lord uh, because he cares for us. And then notice how Peter goes on and says, be sober-minded, be watchful. Again, this is something in our minds. Be sober-minded, be clear-headed, and keep your mental eyes open. It's not just your spiritual eyes, and it's not just your physical eyes, but it's your mental eyes. So if you get a thought, an attack of anxiety, keep your eyes open. It's an attack. If you start feeling proud or you start feeling rebellious or you start feeling grumpy, keep your eyes open. It's an attack. And we need to do this because our adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And the lion with his roar fills the mind of his prey with fear. And that's what the, the Satan is trying to do for us right now. He's trying to roar into our minds. He's trying to roar into our thoughts. Uh, and there's so many things out there. There's so many different kinds of mental attacks that the enemy is doing right now. You know, things from conspiracy theories to pride, to rebellion, to anxiety, to fear, uh, to uh, 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 fits of anger. I mean, just any, so many different kinds of mental attacks. And what the enemy is doing, he's roaring to fill our minds with these things so that it paralyzes us and we cannot continue to do what God wants us to do. And then we come under, we, we become victims. But if we're watchful, if we're sober-minded, if we're submitted under the mighty hand of God, then we can resist him firm in our faith. That's understanding who we are in Christ, understanding who God is, uh, firm in our faith, knowing that right now everybody around the world is experiencing this kind of suffering, especially Christians, especially Christians. And here's the promise. If we do this, if we resist the enemy, if we cast all of our cares onto God, uh, if we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of the Lord, if we're watchful, sober-minded, uh, after a little while, after we've suffered a little, the God of all grace, God will pour his grace on us 
and, uh, and will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish us. That's God's purpose in this time. And that's God's promise in this time. If we will stand on our faith, if we will resist the enemy and submit to God, the enemy will flee from us, as it says in James, and God himself will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish us. He'll restore our lives. He'll confirm who we are in the faith. He'll strengthen us as his people, and he will establish us so that nothing will move us. So right now, we must be alert to Satan's strategies. He really is out to get us. So please, don't just assume that any kind of difficult thought or any kind of difficult time that you're going through is simply from you or simply from the situation. Ask the Lord to reveal, reveal it to you. <clears throat> and if it is demonic, resist it in the name and authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, you have the authority in Christ Jesus over all the work of the enemy. Father God, we love you and we praise you. And I pray, Lord, that you would open our spiritual eyes that we might see clearly when the enemy is trying to attack us so that we might resist him and remain humble under your mighty hand. We love you and praise you in Christ Jesus. Amen.